Welcome to the Brad and Taylor Show. Today we have Matthew Bizarro. You're listening to the Brad and Taylor Show, a podcast that inspires entrepreneurs to pursue their passions. We're sitting down with some of the best to learn how they got started and some lessons they learned along the way. Hey, Matthew. Hey, how's it going? We're good. How are you doing? Oh, we're doing beautiful today here in New York. It's a beautiful day. <laughs> oh, yeah. That's awesome. Well, tell us a little bit about you. What do you do? All right. So I am the broker owner of the Bizarro Agency. We are a boutique real estate firm that focuses in upper Manhattan. And my job is to impact lives. I like it. I like it. So how'd you get into this? Oh, man. My story for real estate is, is really funny. I moved to New York in 2001 to actually become a teacher. Oh, nice. And uh, yeah, and it was phenomenal. And I worked at a, a really great school in upper Manhattan. And uh, I realized within the first year that it was nearly impossible to live in Manhattan on a what was a Catholic school salary. Hmm. So I had to get another job. And nice. I waited tables for a bit. And uh, that ran its course quickly. Um, I was downtown. And it was very much a, uh, a business crowd, business lunch crowd that would throw a tantrum if you they asked for one ice cube in their Diet Coke and you gave them two. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> so, yeah, life is short. And uh, so then I, I fell into real estate part time working summers and uh, I just absolutely loved it. And I taught and did uh, real estate tandem until um you know for many years and then the school i worked at ended up closing but what happened was my my real estate business just kept growing and growing yeah. and growing that i knew that was my next natural step that's yeah. awesome so how'd you yeah. how'd you be um how'd you build your team and like how'd you uh uh go from there like how'd you build your team yeah so when i when i i worked for a smaller company for about 10 years and then when i went on my own to really focus and specialize in the neighborhoods up here I always thought it was just going to be me. And then I brought aboard one of my clients and I trained him and he was incredible. I taught him everything I knew and he just started crushing it. And then he brought on somebody, then word started to get out that we actually train folks and we can actually teach them how to be a successful real estate agent that can have a career. Right. Um, And, you know, word just took off. Nice. How long was it before you ended up deciding, yes, I'm going to bring on somebody else. How long were you doing it solo? I was only doing it solo for about under our organization for about six months. Okay. And I, had, was pretty I, quick. I actually, yeah. I made the jump thinking, look, I have enough business and I'll be able to, you know, feed my family and everything is good. And it just sort of became a natural thing that I was never looking for. And then as I realized because I'm still a teacher, right? So I love teaching. So I was able to still do that by teaching, you know, and being able to have an impact on people's lives by giving them a career. And uh, so they can, you know, feed their families and live. And uh, then I just realized that I had that passion. And then my passion sort of became, how can I help others in the real estate field? That's awesome. So how many people do you have on your team right now? We're at 27. Okay. We have 27, uh, really rockstar buyers agents that's nice. awesome and are you guys all kind of in the general manhattan area or where do you guys yep. service so we service our main core focus is upper manhattan in the bronx mm-hmm. so i call so basically above 110th street 
what I call unsexy Manhattan. So everyone <laughs> comes to Manhattan, they want to do everything downtown and they want to see all the sites, which is awesome. And then there's this really great residential area that's just north where a lot of people choose to live okay. because they can afford it, right? It's one of the most affordable places for first-time home buyers. So we, I always dug in. I've lived in the area for almost 20 years. Um, so we always just dug in there. And then what happened was as we expanded, then our territories expanded, right? Right. So we do a lot of business in the Upper West Side. We do a lot of business in Brooklyn, right? But it was always staying with the core belief that we are going to service the area that we know and live the most, which is upper Manhattan. That's awesome. So what, what's your favorite way to market right now? Maybe not the best way, maybe not the, the most profitable one. What's your favorite way to market? Honestly, my favorite way to market is just being with people, right? That's awesome. And just being out there and you'd be like, Hey, I got a sweatshirt. Who can I go find to give this sweatshirt to? right? Or just go in, go into the park with my kids, just hanging out or farmer's market, whatever it is. I always find the person connection, right? I mean, oh, great. There's Facebook and there's Google and there's all this stuff, mm -hmm. but I really find what I enjoy and my favorite way is just being with people. Yeah. Do you guys do a lot of... It's the only thing I'm old school in, right? <laughs> That's I not a bad like thing. <laughs> <laughs> that face-to-face -face connection is huge. A lot of people are kind of steering away from that. So that's that's yeah, big. it's a big mistake because yeah. people are great. I know. Do you guys do any community <laughs> events? We do. We good? used to oh, do a yeah. ton. Um, obviously, COVID sort of slowed that right. down, but we're looking to sort of roll some of that back starting in 2022, which we're super excited about. Yeah. We've been doing some very little personal um, things, but you know, our hands kind of got tied on, on that for the last 18 months. So that's one of the things I'm most looking forward to is to be able to start doing that again for our awesome clients and friends. Yeah. Do you have any goals for your team in 2022 besides the events that are coming up? That is super exciting about those events. You know, face to face yeah, getting well, back together. Well, we want to, yeah, we, we're going to keep growing. We're going to keep serving our clients. I mean, that's our goal is, is, is to serve and help as many people as possible. And, and really just coming from that service and not coming from transactional. And I think that's where yeah. a lot of real estate goes wrong because they're worried about transactions. They're worried about making money. Agents see people as dollar signs, which is a huge mistake. And we're just trying to do things differently and actually look at people as people and be able to help them. So I don't care if your price range is 150,000 or 1.5 million, you are a person or a family that needs to be served. And that's our job is to help you. Over the years, what is the worst property you're showing that you've been to? <laughs> <laughs> this is my favorite question. <laughs> it, it, yeah, I'm sure you've heard all answers. Look, this is a really tough one for me because being in New York, you know, I have seen everything between, you know, so many bed bugs, they're jumping, raccoons, people in showers when they're not supposed to be home. Um, <laughs> we have seen, like, literally, uh, we were in a property once when someone went to the bathroom upstairs and it leaked through to the, to the people downstairs oh, no. that were it was like gripping on them. Um, so we've seen a lot, but I'll tell you the most challenging one was we had to do an open house once. And I don't want this to be morbid, but you know, I want to be able to bring one that you, you, you find hard to beat. Right. Yeah. So, oh yeah. We have to. It was uh, New York is uh, many years ago. It's New York city summer and, and, and it gets hot in the summer. You know, you're talking August, you can be a hundred, 110 for like a week or two straight. And so we had an open house on this property and uh, the property was empty. 
So go to the open house, and there's this smell, like oh no, I can't describe <laughs> the smell. So I'm like, all right, well the property empty. So okay, it's not something that you know we're doing or the, the owner did, and I couldn't pin it. But as and 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 as soon as I walked into the building, I could smell it. I was like, oh, this is interesting. And then as I continue to go up, you know, up to the third floor. It's worse and worse. Worse and worse every step. What is that? And uh, so here we are, it's 110. And turns out they, um, the neighbor next door had unfortunately, God, you know, bless him, had passed away. But he had passed away about three weeks ago. It was really sad. It was really sad because it was just a, it was an older person. I guess they didn't have anybody checking on him, which breaks my heart. No one knew. Yeah. Nobody knew. And except there was no air conditioning on, there was no nothing. And it was, you know, it was a hundred plus degrees for two weeks. Mm -hmm. And it was unlike, so people were coming to the open house and being like, what's that smell? And I said, because I didn't know. I said, I don't know. Yeah. But halfway through the open house, guess who came? EMS, fire department, <laughs> medical, and literally go in, bring the person out. Like there's people coming to the open house and they're like, bring in the person out. It was like, what do you do? Have one of those yeah. Days? <laughs> they're like, can I take both of them? <laughs> just kidding. Yeah. Is this one so, for sale too? <laughs> yeah. This is now a combo apartment. Right. <laughs> but yeah, so that oh, was as morbid as that is. That was that was a day and a and a smell and a, wow. and a moment in real estate when I was like, we really do, you know, I think this is an amazing profession, but we really do get to see almost everything. everything. Yeah. yeah, and you never crazy. know what you're gonna walk into. <laughs> Every, and and that's the thing I, I tell all my agents too. Even if you've been in the business for twenty years, you still see things like this is a profession that every day is. Mm-hmm. completely different so, so i have true. to ask with that apartment that building did it did you sell it of course yeah okay <laughs> was I, it someone know, from the open house honestly yes <laughs> i never i never brag about myself but there was a person that came um thankfully before all the medics and everything came but um yeah and then they came back another time like i really loved the apartment was lovely it yeah. just, just to smell that day. Yeah. And, and, you know, and, you know, that went away. So, yeah. <laughs> and then, I and then you after that happened, I said, yeah, I said, wow, this is, this is something else. And I was like, all right, if I can sell this, man, I can sell anything. You can do anything now. You sold it. You got yeah. this. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> How long ago was that, that that happened? Were you like newer to real estate when that was going on? Oh, yeah. I was, yeah. I, I was probably 15. <laughs> years ago yeah <laughs> no i was i was pretty pretty green and, and that, i mean I, you Experience. know looking back i mean that took a lot of fear out of it gave me a lot of confidence right right yeah like, yeah that's so true that's awesome so in many other situations yeah that's awesome so what is uh some of your guys's uh goals for the next year you and your team or do you plan on growing well yeah we want to grow um we definitely want to keep increasing in size um but it, it's a, it's an interesting challenge because I'm looking for like the right people. Yes. I'm not somebody that hires anybody like a lot of uh, other brokers. Their business model is just to be a factory and charge desk fees and they don't care. 
And I, that's just not my style. It's not how I was built. I want to be able to actually impact people. So it's, it's a little challenging to bring on people because you have to have the right people that have to be the right fit. I mean, not only like culture, because culture is such a buzzword overused these days, but they really just have to be great people with good hearts. Mm -hmm. And uh, those, unfortunately, they're, they're, those folks are harder to find. And, uh, but I'm, I'm relentlessly looking. And so we want to grow, you know, from, from that uh, point, because dude, look, I always say like, I don't, I mean, we could be triple the size right now, but I don't want to be a babysitter. You know, I'm just not interested in that. I've, I've got four yeah. kids. Um, I don't need 150 other ones, you know, just running around recklessly. <laughs> not good business. Yeah. yeah. And coming from your teaching background, are you still the one doing all the main training when you do bring on new clients or, or new agents? Yeah, yeah. I, I do a lot of the training um, because I, it's something that I like to do. Yeah. You know, passion. Mind. I have a lot of help now. We have a lot of systems and processes and a lot of wonderful people um, on the support side, my COO, my managers that are amazing. Um, so they definitely help. But I think, you know, truly being able to, you know, because I've just been blessed with a lot of knowledge. So I, I want to share that, you know, I want to yeah. give that spirit of abundance. So I, I think it's important that that I'm a part of that personally for me. Yeah. Yeah, that's awesome. I like that you are keeping true to what your core values were from the start, from what you've mentioned so far. So that's, that's awesome that you're continuing to grow, but keeping that true. Yeah, because you know what? It's, you grow at the size at the right time mm -hmm. with the right people, you know, and as you, and if you train the right people, we're going to grow their business, right? And they're going to continue to grow yep. and just good things happen. Um, but yeah, not babysitting. <laughs> Not, not Don't have time for that. Not in this market. No. <laughs> What's the best business book that you've read? Um, one of the business books I really like is called uh, "It's The Happiness Advantage" by Sean Acor. I don't know if you've ever read or heard, heard of that, that one. Not. Happiness Advantage. It, it's a it's a great book. It talks about all of his research on just people's thoughts. And do they come from the perspective of optimism or pessimism? And uh, I, I find that fascinating because I think so many people just aren't happy in, in, in general. And I think a lot of our, our systems and our you know, society tells us this and how we think. And I think a lot of that, you know, and it's, it's challenging. Don't get like, I'm not sunshine and roses all the time, right? <laughs> but I think it's, it's a really interesting kind of eye opener to, to what's possible. Yeah. Do you think that books helps you maybe understand when you're working with clients too, their perspective and where they're coming from with certain things? Yeah, for sure. Um, because it all, it all comes around like being positive. Right. And, and do you think about, I hate to say that the glass is half full analogy, but I mean, you look at a situation and I mean, especially in real estate, because look, you're going to get knocked down hundreds of times, mm -hmm. you know, like, in, in Manhattan alone, there's a statistic, it's 92% of real estate agents quit in the first year, Wow! right? I mean, there's, I mean, there's thousands of people that try this, right? Because they see on TV, they're like, oh, I can do this. I can make millions <laughs> of dollars. Well, no, you can't. Um, but that's another thing, right? You can if you build your business, but you're not going to yeah. you know, walk the game and sell millions of dollars of penthouses. Yeah. Um, but, you know, because you get knocked down so much, one, you have to get back up, right? Can you get back up? 
But you look at that as positive, you get knocked down and say, oh man, I'm done, this stinks, I hate it. Or do you say, wow, this happened to me, so I'm gonna learn from it. And now I know before I enter this situation, how to handle it so I'm never gonna happen again, right? And so how do you sort of spin, not even spinning, but how do you look at to see you know, positivity in, in situations? Yeah, absolutely. Before we go today, how can people get a hold of you? Uh, they can go, our, our website is bizarroagency.com. Um, happy to obviously all channels, YouTube, Facebook. Uh, they can find my Matthew Bizarro and Instagram is at meet Bizarro. Awesome. I look at, Hey, thanks for coming on and sharing your story with us today. Yeah, it was a pleasure. Thanks for having me. Hello. Hello. Are Hello? you there? Are you there? Are you there? Hey guys, we just wanted to thank you for uh, listening on uh, either uh, podcast or on uh, the YouTube video here. If you guys wanted to subscribe, that would be awesome. That would mean a lot to us. And if you guys could give us a five-star review as well, that would be amazing. And we'll see you on the next one. See ya.